What's good, Divine Gang Gang? Your girl, your oracle is back in the building and I'm ready to tear some stuff up. So let's go. All right. So your girl was taking a break or whatever, but in between the break, your girl was leveling down on some books and having the best time ever. As you can see by the description, um, one of the movies I just came across tonight, it would have been earlier this morning, is um, it's called God of War, the 2021, um, no, I said it wasn't, the God of War full movie 2021, the YouTube channel on is Game Sin. This is for both my Divine Feminines and my Divine Masculines. I kind of low-key think my Divine Masculines are going to like this one for real. I want um, you to to watch it. Um, this is, don't be scared. It's going to show that it's um, 11, and 59, 11 hours and 59 minutes. But we're going to take this in bite-sized pieces. I only watched the first segment, which is the one hour and 15 minutes. Um, so let's get into it. You can see by the title. Uh, those of you who are in the in the black community, and um, at this point, I'm guessing you're single. You are kind of somewhat familiar with Cynthia G. And I got to the point where, even before this, I started to recognize that everybody's an avatar, right? I think that it helps me understand life a little bit better, especially when you talk about um, one of my favorite quotes, which is "There are no." enemies, there are no friends, only teachers. And so I started to kind of figure that she has a role to play. So when you look at this, this, it's going to really blow your mind, right? But um, this segment, God of War Ascension, I'm going to tell you, it's a little bit cartoonish, but it's, it's sophisticated. It is, uh, it's not Goku type of, uh, um, cartoon. I, I can't really, I don't have a way to explain it, but it's, it has to do with the mythological gods, like with Zeus and um, and those type of, of mystical, you know, has the Spartans. You're really going to be pleased with the quality because there's no way I would have sat through the whole thing, right? But what I love about this, hear me out though, it's talking or addressing the codes in the divine realm. And I'm going to be addressing this because I started to notice in the political sphere, we have codes, right? Especially in the Black community, there are codes. Now, whether you are aware of them or not, um, I, you know, that, that's a whole other issue. But same way how there's codes above, so below. And so what happens here is the person who plays the, the, the role of the um, Spartan right? His name is Kratos, K-R-A-T-O-S. <clears throat> he undergoes the ultimate betrayal, okay? And I'm going to try to make sure to give you guys time to, to work through the content, to watch that one hour and 15 minutes. It's definitely going to thread and weave its way into some of my oracle readings moving forward. Um, but And, and I don't want to give away the end like literally the last maybe two minutes okay is the ultimate betrayal and so then then you start to understand why i say that cynthia g is this is the 
queen of furies. When you start to look at the, the, the um, avatars that are playing that role. One of the key lines that I wrote down when I was watching the end, just to make sure I tied up some loose ends here. One of the quotes, right, from that verbatim is sister. Show him what Sparta does to a traitor. Okay. And the key word here is traitor. I put in the, um, I'm going to make sure to put in the, in the headline. The Spartan that is shown here. Um, it is so rich in meaning that, you know, just blows my mind, but um, it's the archetype of a black, ma- black male who has betrayed his, yeah, uh, you know, has, who has participated in the ultimate betrayal, okay? Um, and so with that being said, there are both feminine and masculine furies, Right? Um, and the cool thing about that is that they are for bringing the codes, the standard. Oh, I just remembered what the other quote was, um, that I wanted to, 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 and I'm kind of, uh, slipping my mind, but hold on here. It was, um, I had to do with something about the truth. Hold on. Oh, yes. This was the thing about the Furies, right? When they talked about the, the feminine furies, they said they are harsh, but fair. Okay. I want you to keep that in mind. They are harsh, but fair. And I want you to think about when you start to listen, how women communicate in the gender wars, um, in contrast to how masculines are, um, masculines who have betrayed the community, um, communicate, you you start to pick up on the nuances, right? They're harsh, but fair. And there's a purpose for it, right? So they're going to punish you as they should. Okay? So I think it's going to be important for us to understand the avatars that we play. For my divine feminines, you know, go ahead and check it out, right? So uh, Friday night, like I'm here by the fireplace. Okay. Definitely get you some wine. Plus you guys, I'm going to share with you one of my favorite wines. I, um, ordered some <laughs> for the new year's coming in. Um, it's the Rosada Moscato. My, my little sister put me on it. Get you that plan to settle in and watch it. Right. Um, it, it, it will, definitely blow your mind. But this is the thing. So my women, I want you to look at the types of feminine energy and how they show up and how they show up when they get into the masculine energy. Sometimes it can be ugly, but it's powerful and it's lethal and it's strong. Right. And, um, check this out. My divine feminines, I had ordered the book, um, the art of seduction by Robert Greene, I believe is what it is. And so when I, um, that book, the art of seduction is going to take me at least a year, but that will definitely be coming through in the oracles that I do, especially for the sensual sex, sacred energy exchange oracles moving forward. Um, but the art of seduction, you see it there, right? The versatility, how effective it is, how easy it can be, right? And the role of it all, right? I want you to pay attention to the roles of the women and the influence that they have, okay? For both good and bad. Um, 
this is one of the funny things too. I'm going to keep watching this every like maybe once in a while when I just need a little bit of a break. But I could swear that one of the gods made a whole baby mama out of one of the goddesses. Like, and, and you kind of can see the results of how that plays out in that Greek mythology world. Like for real, for real. Because then you start to understand why some of the masculines are acting the way that they are. Um, and you start to understand... Um, yeah, it, it, it was pretty deep. Um, I'm going to go ahead. Now, one of the cool things is on his path to get the truth, he has to go to the Oracle. I'm going to say I am the Oracle, right? Um, and there were some beautiful messages in there. And what that means, um, I'm going to address this a little bit later on towards the bottom. But um this is this is one of the things that fascinated me too about when you watch this. They refer to him as the Spartan, and the funny thing is, I had um, watched little pieces of the um, Three Hundred, which has to do with um, the Spartans, which were known for doing like I think was it like Three Hundred Legion, were able to defeat um, like millions of warriors. And I actually wanted to do a, a little bit more in depth on that. I'm going to probably spend the, what the people call the holidays. I'm going to, um, watch the movie. I've never seen the movie, but the clips that I have seen were just fascinating to me. The part where he says, this is Sparta. But, um, one of the cool things I wanted to just drop a gem on here is, um, the, the, the Spartans were known for two things, right? They were known for, having formulas for success. So they had strategies that they knew that they could fall back on to count to to be successful. And they used those strategies. And number two, they were known for having guiding principles. So they were the masculine version of what you call um, affirmations. They had guiding principles, right? Um, so when I, I'm going to probably watch that, that movie. I know, I know I'm late to the game, but... I'm going to probably watch that um, as we're going into the new year, just so I can understand the masculines and how that works. So, but here's one of the interesting things. He actually, in the process of betrayal, he broke one of the warrior's codes. Okay, and I'll be addressing that in future upcoming oracles. I'm going to start to close out with this. The imagery, imagery is surreal, like even down to the DNA right? It starts to um, give you insight to the DNA and the role that epigenetics play, like facts on facts. And I'm kind of giving you some insight to what to look for. But when you see it, you're, you're gonna, it's gonna blow your mind. Epigenetics, okay? Um, there is some phallus imagery, right? But that's when when certain energies get either more masculine, or shapeshift to max, masculine or embody masculine energy. Right. Um, there's Kundalini energy in there. Right. Um, there's shape shifting. There is. Right. And my this one is for my divine masculines. There's the law of least resistance. I know I have addressed this with my divine masculines. And this one, when you watch this, I really want you to look and notice how every single time that he leans into whatever it is that he confronts, because I was reading the um, book. Oh, you guys, I've been trying to read a book a day. And so um, I'm finally starting to get the heavy hitters where the books are like 10 hours. So I've knocked out most of the books that are one hour audiobook, And I've ordered some more books that are on the way too. 
But I want to, um, if, if I remember, I'll put the quote in the, in the book. And that's part of the reason I need to do more daily or regular chit chats. But um, there, there was a book that I read that it was talking about um, not just path. Oh, I know which one it was. No, facts on facts. It's actually the book I'm reading right now. Hold on. As I wasn't planning for this. It could have been 25 Secrets of Wealth Creation, but there's another one. Hold on. Uh, uh, let me, let me. I want to say it's Think and Grow Rich. No, hold on. I'm not going to spend another more than. Is it Rich Habits? I apologize. Okay, obviously I, I wasn't, but that's just how deep it is. It talks about. How, oh, yeah, it was the um, Think and Grow Rich, Facts on Facts. It was Think and Grow Rich. It's in because I'm still on like the first two hours. But there's, um, and you have to read this book. That is definitely not a book that you should piecemeal and parcel out. But it was it definitely in the first two hours of the audiobook version of Think and Grow Rich by Na- Napoleon Hill. And he talks about this little girl and how she was able to. Um, she was able to make a grown man like basically stop dead in his tracks and she was able to get what she wanted. Her mom had sent her there. Her name was Darby, right? This is the story of Darby in the in book Think and Grow Rich. Um, and so she had her mom had sent her over there to get 50 cents from her from her uncle. And he told her that she had two seconds to get out of his face or he was going to beat her with a belt. So he went around about his business and then he noticed that she was still there. And he's like, didn't I tell you I'm being dramatic, right? I'm I'm being me, but I just think and grow version Oracle style. Right. So so he's like, girl. Didn't I tell you that you had 2.5 seconds to get on my face? And so he started to lunge towards her. And um, so right when he got like within two steps of her, she got, she took a step to him and she said, my mama said to give me the 50 cents. I'm not leaving here till you give it to me. And it made him stop dead in his tracks. And he reached in his pocket and gave her the 50 cents. And she, like, you know, the imagery is that she kept her eye on him while she backed out, backed away towards the door. And then when she got to the door, she took off running and went back to her mom's house. But it took him, like, it basically, in a sense, dropped him to his mental knees, dropped him to his knees mentally. He had to stop and sit and think about how this little girl right, was was not intimidated. And and I'm careful with that, too, because I don't really want to be a proponent here for girls having to be a, aggressive against grown men. But it's the whole principle of, of you leaning into what you fear, right? And um, that principle comes up over and over and over again. That one is a little bit more assertive. I think that even though it does demonstrate uh, a little girl, that message is definitely critical for the divine um, masculines. And the illustration and the imagery in that, um, what is it, the gods of war? Gods of War, the imagery on that, you see it time and time again. Anytime he leans into his energy and what happens to people who don't or are unfair, nah. One of the things I loved about the Oracle and 
is you had to make a sacrifice to get to the oracle. You had to bring her something. And when those those codes were broken, right, um, uh, there are, I've heard the play of what it means to go to a, a, a woman's or goddess's temple and you have to bring something, right? Some type of an offering. And he broke the code, but at the same time, at the same time, I could see that at some realization, he, um, yeah, he, he, um, the way he did it was unique. And I really want to address this, but I think what I want to do is as I'm closing out here again, um, yeah, I just wanted to say that we talked about the path of least resistance and leaning into what um, life brings. Um, one of the things that was interesting to me is uh, somebody had mentioned in one of the comments on the gender war discussions was one of the a young women said, who tears down his own castle? And that question stuck with me. And when I watched this and I saw who wanted to tear down Olympus, right? And the role of the Spartan and the role of the Furies. I don't know if she said that um, intentionally understanding the implications, but now you start to understand who tears down their castle. <coughs> Excuse me, I apologize. Um, the other interesting thing too, as we're heading into the age of Aquarius is um, there were people who um, were high on, they had placed a high value on truth. Okay. And this is going to challenge the way that you view truth, the pursuit of truth and what it costs you um, and all the avatars and the roles that they play. Right. I'm going to close out with this and say, if I had to describe the gender wars in the black community, it would be for real legit that first segment of the God of War, the Ascension part one. So I'm going to invite you to go check out. I'll put the link in the description because I will be going back to that video. Um, apparently there's four series and um, it's over 11 hours and your girl. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do 11 hours in one sitting, but, um, but yeah, it's it, the first section that I'm referring to is an hour and 15 minutes. And I think what we can do here is we can probably get to a point where we schedule a watch party. Um, it would probably be on YouTube. I would have to do a premiere for it and then you can come on. Well, would I be able to do that? I don't know. I think yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. I will figure it out. Um, because I, I don't think I could restream it on YouTube. Because it might get a copyright. <laughs> Imagine me uploading and it goes down and, well, no, let's not, let's keep it positive. So I'll figure something out. It would be fun to have a watch party. I would say maybe like in a year, once we have a little bit more viewers and I have more time to process it. But yeah, so... Your girl is back in the building. I'm going to sign off here. Um, for those of you who are my regulars, listen, baby girl is not playing. We're, I'm coming back to you with content for self-care. Um, coming at you with um, content for 
let's see here, like the Daily Laws by uh, Robert Greene, 366 Laws. I'm coming at you with more content by Florence Shin. I'm coming at you with more content from the art of seduction. I'm going to also be um, incorporating the laws of success. Now, the thing about the laws of success, I'm going to say this, it's not really related, but at the same time, it just is what it is, right? Um, The laws of success, most of you are familiar with the book, um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Long story short, come to find out that is the watered down version of the laws of success by Napoleon Hill. So I have ordered the book. The book, my precious, is on the way to me. It should be here tomorrow by 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Your girl is so excited because the laws of success was actually written. It was supposed to be the original um, edition in 1925. And people that read it um, and the elites, when they got their hands on it, were mortified, like absolutely terrified that it was giving all of the secrets to success, that they actually made him pull the book. Now, for those of you who are not familiar, Napoleon Hill spent, I believe, at least 20 years, as as so did Dale Carnegie, which is another great um, author. But um he um spent like at least 20 years just interviewing people that were successful and with that he saw common themes of what made them successful so um they made him pull that book and then he went and wrote um think and grow rich was is the way more watered down version of the law of success so when i told you, tell you i found that found that out um i tried to, to procure the best I could, the best option on Amazon. Um, I think it's still going to have some gems in there and that will definitely spill over into the Oracle contents that I do. But um, on that being said, I do understand that there's a 1925 original format. And at this point, your girl is kind of like a bibliophili- bibli- bibliophile. So um, yeah. All right, you guys, I love you. I cannot wait to get back into this. So yeah, I'm going to do my Monday content. I'm going to get into um, the book here, How the Rich Think. I'm going to do my Divine Masculine Archetype reading um, and then do a little chit chat with you guys. For for those of you catching up, I might not need to do it. I would say this would be the chit chat, right? All right. Um, for my regulars, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. I'm going to charge you with love. I'm going to charge you with the high vibrational love, a 528 hertz kind of love. I'm going to charge you with the love of your life. Understand that you are one of the first love of your lives. You are with yourself 365 days of the year, 24-7. You know what makes you laugh, what makes you cry, what makes you smile. You know your hopes, your dreams. So show up for yourself, boo going to charge you with light and black light because the black light illuminates the invisible. I am your oracle, okay? I'm going to charge you with health, right? I'm going to be introducing a self-care segment on Saturdays because I think that's going to be important for us. And I'm going to try to make sure that it incorporates both for divine feminines and my divine masculines. Going to... charge you so I charge you with health with wealth right on Thursdays we talk about um, anything having to do with finances real estate entrepreneurship money 
right? They're charging you with health, with wealth, with wisdom and prosperity. All right. Until the next one.